from Clocker Valley in County Tyrone, we present Let the Bible Speak. It's good to have you join us as Gospel Minister the Reverend Peter McIntyre is here to let the Bible speak and preach Christ in all his fullness. like to thank you for your continued support for listening for tuning in and please get in touch today we'll be turning to the gospel of matthew chapter 11 first here's joy boyd singing a gospel song Today we're going to read from Matthew chapter 11. We'll begin at the verse 7. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind. But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment. 
Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. But what went ye out for to see a prophet? Ye I say unto you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of woman, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Lord Jesus Christ is speaking to the people about the ministry of John the Baptist. John was the greatest man who ever lived according to Jesus himself, the exception being Christ. There was no one greater than Christ, but of all those ordinary people who were ever born, John was the greatest. He was a most unconventional character, living in the wilderness, sustained by a diet of locusts and wild honey, dressed in a girdle of camel's hair. He was as far removed from the sophisticated religious leadership in Jerusalem as was possible. John's message was plain and straightforward. He pulled no punches. He was outspoken and passionate. Thousands flocked to hear him preach. John was now a prisoner of the king. He was nearing the end of his life. Jesus reflects upon his ministry with probing questions. What went ye out into the wilderness to see, he asked. Did you go out into the wilderness to see a reed shaken with the wind? Let me ask the same question of you. Why do you read your Bible? Why do you say your prayers? Why do you attend church? Why do you receive the sacrament? Why do you listen to sermons? These questions are a challenge to our motives. What is the purpose of our religious exercises? Is it just about religion? Is it just about salving our conscience that we are doing what is appropriate within our community, within our society? Is it just to please ourselves that in some way we're doing something to please God? What are we hoping to get out of it all? There were those who came to John the Baptist with a critical tendency. The Pharisees came to challenge his authority because they saw John as a threat to themselves. They came to sneer at his appearance. They came to observe his methods in order that they might condemn his practices. There are some today who hear God's word not with open minds and with open hearts, but with the judgmental, critical spirit. The atheist is determined to use the words of the preacher against himself. The atheist will read the Bible only to undermine the very message. The atheist presupposes that there is no God, that Jesus Christ did not rise from the dead. This is in spite of the fact that there is more evidence for the resurrection of Christ than many other historical events that are never disputed. There are others who hear the word of God. They say they believe. They say they believe in God. They say they believe in Jesus Christ. But yet they are unwilling to admit their sinfulness and their need of God's salvation. They come like the Pharisee too with the self-righteous tendency. John's reply to his critics was very straightforward and simple. We are told in Matthew chapter 3 that he called them a generation of snakes. He said, the wrath is coming upon you. The wrath of God is coming upon you. You need to flee from this wrath to come. You need to repent. You say you're very wonderful people because you're the sons of Abraham. But God could take these very stones and turn them into the sons of Abraham. Because you're a son of Abraham doesn't mean that you're any better than the Gentiles. Because you too are a sinner and you need to turn to God. He attacked their pride. It is nothing special to be a child of Abraham, he said. There are some people today who think they are very special because of the community they belong to, because of the church they attend, because of their family background. They think they're better than other people of a different community, of a different persuasion. But yet the Bible is very clear that we all are sinners in the sight of a holy God. We are all heading towards that terrible day of judgment. We all need to repent of our sins. 
if your spirit is filled with a critical tendency, listen to the scriptures and listen to the scripture with humility. You cannot afford to treat God's word in a proud way. You cannot afford to treat God's word in a careless way. This is what many did when they came to hear John preach. What went you out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind. There were some who came to hear John out of curiosity. Others came because they were hungry for the message. The Lord said that whatever your motives, it was not the reed shaken in the wind that drew you, nor was it a culture sophisticated orator clothed in soft raiment. There are many of those in Jerusalem. No, you left Jerusalem behind. You went into the wilderness and you went out to hear a prophet. That's what drew you. You went out to hear a man who had the word of the living God. For 400 years Israel had been bereft of the prophet's voice. Not since Malachi had God anointed a messenger. There had been a famine, the greatest of all famines, a famine of the word of God. Israel had religion, Israel had learning, Israel had synagogues. They had prayer, but they did not have the presence of God. You see, you can have religion, you can have respectability, you can have morality, you can have all of these things, and yet not be right in the sight of God. Many people are like this, just like Israel. And when such people are confronted with the straightforward reality of God's word, it causes a stir. And so the people came to hear God's word. What a privilege to hear the word of God. This is not like any other book. It is not a mere historical textbook. It is not a book of philosophy. It is certainly not a novel. This is God's word. It reveals the mind of God. It opens up our hearts and shows us the secrets of our own souls. It reveals to us a day of judgment. It reveals to us eternity. It shows us heaven. It shows us hell. Above all, it reveals the story of redemption, how Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners through the shedding of his blood. There's nothing more wonderful than this. There's nothing more vital than this. And so the people came to hear this prophet. All kinds of people came. And they asked John questions. He gave them answers. The people said, what shall we do? And John said, you need to act in a selfless way. If you have two coats, give to the person that has no coats. If you have more food than you need, give to the people who have little food. The publicans, they came, and they were the tax collectors. They were despised. They were regarded as traitors, and they were very greedy and had used all kinds of methods to get rich. And they said, What shall we do? He said, Exact no more than that which has appointed you. Yes, do your job, but be honest as you do your work. The soldiers, they came. What shall we do? He said, do violence to no man. Don't accuse anyone falsely. Be content with your wages. Do your work, but do it well and do it honestly. He showed all of these people that their lives could be transformed by the power of the message if only they would turn from their sin. But at the heart of the message was Christ. It was John who said in John chapter 1 verse 29, Behold the Lamb of God, and there the Saviour was coming. He was the forerunner. He was the one appointed to prepare the way for the coming Christ. What went you out to see? Jesus said, a reed shaken with the wind. Oh no, you came to hear a prophet and this prophet would speak of the Messiah himself because he would lift up his hand and say, Behold the Lamb of God which beareth away the sin of the world. And there we have our great need. We are sinners in the sight of God. We are lost and forlorn in our sinfulness and our wickedness. But here is Jesus Christ who comes to seek and to save. 
that which is lost. Do you know him today? Have you come to Christ? It is a privilege to have the word of God. It is a privilege to hear the gospel presented. Or will you come and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your saviour today? His only righteousness I show, Charles Wesley wrote. His saving truth proclaim. Tis all my business here below to cry, Behold the Lamb. Happy if with my latest breath I may but gasp his name. Preach him to wall and cry in death. Behold, behold the Lamb. I thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help, or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. That's Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30 a.m. and 7 p.m. For further information, you may phone us at 028-8952-1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you. And don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak.